Hi everybody, I'm Sal, and you're listening to the Elseworlds Exchange, brought to you by Comic Pop. Go to comicpop.net for all your YouTube comic book needs. This episode in particular is brought to you by TeePublic. Go to tpublic.com slash store slash comic pop and find yourself an amazing t-shirt with a really, really great design on it. Some of those designs are made in-house by us here at Comic Pop, including our Comic Pop logo t-shirt, an Ultron t-shirt, and a Head Crabs from Half-Life t-shirt. They're really, really fun designs. You should check them out. They also don't have tags, the... Sizes are printed on the back of the shirt, so you don't have to worry about that uncomfortable tag stuff. They're really comfortable shirts. I would not shill for these guys if I didn't already have a mess of their shirts that I purchased myself. I like them a lot. Check them out. Go to tpublic.com slash door slash comic pop and find one for yourself. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police. Welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. And today we're going to be providing commentary for two Batman Christmas-themed episodes. Uh, Those episodes are, in order, Christmas with the Joker and Holiday Nights. Um, This Mm -hmm. one uh, comes from one of my favorite seasons of the show and then one of my least favorite seasons of the show. But uh, I know, Joel, you have a big uh, soft spot for for the Triangle Batman era. I do, I do. I am a constant booster and apologist of Triangle Batman, but now that I've been working with you so much, I do see it from a different uh, angle now than I ever did before. Yes. Uh, now, uh, by the way, if you so wanted to participate in this commentary, you are more than welcome to do so. Uh, just simply go over to your local uh, DVD shelf emporium yes uh pick up a copy of batman the animated series uh seasons there's a wonderful collection that came out a couple years ago the whole thing in a box set i own that oh nice uh season one and season four i believe and Mm -hmm. uh so if you don't have those copies or you don't want to go get them if we were the kind of people who would uh, pirate things, which we're not, of course, no. hypothetically speaking, I would probably provide some links in the doobly-doo below this video. So if you wanted to go um, down there, you could click them and then get them ready to go. Uh, so you can queue them up. And uh, so we're going to go with Christmas with the Joker first, followed yep. closely by uh, Holiday Nights. That's nice with a K. That's That mm-hmm. shows the, the, uh, the ingenious... Uh, literary prowess of the uh of bruce uh bruce tim and paul dini of course everything is knights in gotham the gotham knights football team which we'll actually mention in that episode yes and uh and were immortalized in the everyone's least favorite batman movie uh from the nolan trilogy Dark were Night they the, were they the knights in that or were they the rogues in that i thought they were the knights i think they were the rogues i remember getting pissed off by that i'm like oh you were so close to calling them the knights but you didn't I think I just assumed they were called knights because that made sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. Your brain did the right thing and actually connected the way it's supposed to. Exactly. Um, All right. So once we have enough people in the chat, we should be ready to go. And uh, so what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is if you have your DVDs queued up, what you want to do is queue them up to the uh, Warner Brothers uh, logo. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just say Warner Brothers Animation there. And then once you're ready for that, you simply uh, leave it there. You know, don't don't uh, don't play it, but pause it. And then we're gonna do a countdown. We're gonna go three, two, one, play. And when we say mm-hmm. the word play, you'll hit the cl- the play button, and uh, and we should be ready to start. The runtime we're working with is something around 22 minutes and 22 seconds. If that helps anyone That's else correct. there, try and get their stuff in order. Yeah, good call, good call. Holy Christ. 
This, this ain't my first riffing commentary Rodea. We actually did one just recently over on the Cape Joel channel. Matt and myself talked about Alpha's Magical Christmas. That's it's, right. Uh, it's horrible. It's a piece of dog shit. Go listen to it. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, I, yeah, I was not uh, in any way jealous of that, given the <laughs> fact that I was not a huge Power Rangers fan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I would, I would have been no help. Because, like, every this, episode of Power Rangers would have been, like, Alpha 5's Christmas special for me. That's like, that's fine, really because the Rangers don't even show up in this Christmas special. They grab three of them who look to be on their way out the door, like, that Christmas. And they're like, look, you want your Christmas bonuses? Get the fucking here. Holy crap. No thanks. Yeah. Wow. And you could tell they look so pissed. They're like, okay, we gotta do this, and then we can leave, right? <laughs> yep. Wow. And that was every Power Rangers Christmas special because they clearly didn't have the Japanese footage to put it all together. So they're like, okay, what's the cheapest, easiest way yeah. to put this together? There's literally one where I shit you not, they just go to a Santa's village in L.A. <laughs> and they just shoot a whole episode there. Oh, that's awesome. That's like that's like the comic pop school of filmmaking right there, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. They're like, what's the cheapest, easiest way to do a Christmas special? <laughs> yeah, just what's the, the lowest rent ep uh, <laughs> way we could do this? So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we're going to be providing a commentary uh, for two episodes of the Batman animated series. The first one will be Christmas with the Joker from season one. The second one will be Holiday Nights from season four. So, uh, once you get your legally obtained copies of said episodes, simply cue them up to the Warner Brothers logo. And uh, right before the episode starts, pause it immediately, and then we'll do a countdown. Three, two, one, play. And on the word play, we'll all unpause the episode, and then begin the hilarity, um, mm -hmm. or just or just uh, just fawning, because I think both episodes are solid. It is. It, it's hard to make jokes about things that are good. And the funny thing is, is that I've actually I've already riffed these two episodes in years past. I haven't rewatched those episodes I did in years, you so I'll hopefully not just repeat all the same jokes I've already done. <laughs> yeah, please try not to just simply give everybody episodes of something you've already done. <laughs> yeah, this is my first rodeo, so here we go. All right, ladies and gents, here we go. Uh, let's ring in the Christmas spirit with some Batman. Uh, yeah. So, cue up your first episode, Christmas with the Joker. You've got I'm the, cued. You got the Warner Brothers animation logo right there. So, at uh, put your cursors over the play button and three, two, one, play. I remember as a kid having absolutely like no context for this, just being like, Zeppelins. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, it it is funny how Batman the animated series takes place, and I guess Superman too to some degree. Yeah. In this alternate neo 1930s 40s, and then they just kind of drop all of it for Justice League, even though it's the same Batman and yep. the same Superman. Oh yeah, no, he has black and white televisions with one knob, and uh, and yet they also have computers and virtual reality and video games. It's mm -hmm. it's crazy. Amazing. So this is still one of the greatest like cartoon openings of all time, and there's really nothing like this. There's no credits. There's no anything. Nope. Doesn't tell you it's Batman. Doesn't show you the credits. It's just it's 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 the purest opening to any show of all time, I think. And because of it, I think it's universal. Like you could watch this in any language and know, ah, it's that Bat fella. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing is that people. Uh, people posted in our subreddit the um, the link to like the Arabic Batman the Animated Series intro, and mm -hmm. I'm like, this is fun, I guess, but like, 
why not just leave it alone? Like, why is the Arabic one not just the opening? Mm. Like, why is the Arabic one different from, like, the Spanish one? Or, like, the, you know what I mean? It's just, there's no words. Oh, they have fun at Arkham, don't they? Now, this is technically the second episode of season one that they released. I don't quite know the production history, but this... Confounding. Very much so, isn't because, it? Yeah, because the first season has... Like, Robin doesn't even show up in continuity for like a, a, like almost an entire season or so. And then episode two, nope, Robin. Now, this is this Hamill or did they not get Hamill Oh, it's yet? Hamill. Oh, no, it's it Hamill. It is Hamill. Okay. Yeah, early Hamill sounds a little bit like Tim Curry because they cast Tim Curry to play the Joker and they thought he was a little too intense, which is kind of what, a joke now. What an amazing alternate universe that would be to visit where Tim Curry was the Joker. If you ever want to hear Tim Curry's Joker, simply watch Fox's Peter Pan and the Pirates. Um, oh, that's what he would have done. I mean, it's more or less the same thing. That's cool. I remember this movie, this episode had a lot of, like, holy crap moments. Oh, yeah. Like, they name drop It's a Wonderful Life. I think Warner's owns it mm -hmm. or something like that. Or it's public yeah. domain. I can't remember what the deal was, but I remember, like... I think it's public domain, which is the only reason it is a Christmas classic now, because some dude forgot to fill out the paperwork, <laughs> and that's why you see it on TV every year. Yeah. It's a good movie. Franz Capper was a good filmmaker, so it's not oh, like yeah. it's garbage. It's, it's not like it's just like, oh, here, you can watch Babes in Toyland again for the thousand. <laughs> I have never watched Babes in Toyland, but I love because of the internet now, I know that's a whole thing where people are like, oh, yeah, Babes in Toyland, that's a Christmas classic. And I'm like, yeah. really? Not in my house it I, wasn't. I only know it was because I always avoided it whenever it was aired on television. They're like, and not, next up, Babes in Toyland. I'm like, oh, that looks really old and lame, click. Not today, not in this house. Yeah. Incidentally, this is a great episode, not the A-Squad animation team. If you ever no. watched the early Batman the Animated Series uh, episodes, depending on... It was also, like, random. They didn't say, like, I want to do the Mr. Freeze episode. It was just by virtue of the fact that each animation studio had, like, a role. You know, like, uh, like you get you get this one, you get this one, this one, you get this one. It just goes in order. So, this is a, this is a, a solid episode. It, the animation's fine, but it's not breathtaking and it's not unbelievable. You can tell, like, what, what, what cells are going to move and, mm. you know, the characters are a little bit, like, disproportionate. You gotta love how wonderfully naive Robin is in this episode, yep. despite the fact that he's clearly older, where he goes, you know how the Joker broke out of Arkham? Ah, whatever, I'm pretty sure he'll just hunker down with his family, right? <laughs> Even criminals like to hang out with their family. God damn it, Robin, what have I been trying to teach yeah. you all these Robin, years? Robin, for the love of God, Joker has no family, and if he did, he'd murder it. Yeah, really. Here's also not Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. as uh, no. Alfred. This is jarring, that guy. Very much so. I, I, I think I would have gotten used to it, but since my first episode of the Batman animated series did not include this guy, mm -hmm. I was like, this is wrong! <laughs> Everything about this is wrong. I love that Batman has a movie theater. In his yeah, that, that he never uses. No. Also, they have a big screen TV that uh, mm -hmm. flies in the face of their like small box, black and white, two-dial machine that you'll see in it's later true. episodes. I tell you, man, TVs are getting bigger and bigger and smaller and smaller. We're seeing the death of the medium-sized TV. It's true. You gotta love Joker breaks out of Arkham and what's his first plan? Oh, I'm gonna do, like, one of those cheesy Christmas specials, like, you know, uh, friggin' Don Hope and the Muppets and yeah. everything. Yeah, amazing. Which you gotta wonder, like, is that a reference that's totally lost on kids nowadays? Because we oh. don't really have those anymore. Yes. 
yeah, no, Christmas specials for the most part are dead in the in the zeitgeist. Um, we we only know about the Christmas specials that like have existed. It's actually a joke that we made in our first Christmas special, where it's like, no, 1966 to 1989, we're done. We have to, that's all we have to make. There's no more. There's no more Christmas specials. The the last like truly great Christmas special, I would say, would be like that Colbert Christmas, where he's straight oh, yeah. up parodying these, and it's such a spot on parody too. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we are on minute fifth, uh, minute five, second fifty, right now. So if you want to, yeah, jump in there. Also interesting to see Joker here with no Harley. No, and I, I feel like they just didn't have a Harley yet. No. To no, think that is... she would inform so much of the show later on in the Joker-centric episodes. Yeah, look, there's the Charlie Brown uh, tree. Mm -hmm, Easter mm -hmm. egg there for you, or a Christmas present if you want to talk about holidays. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um, that said, man, Harley's influence on Christmas with the, with the Joker would have made a totally different episode. I'm sure it would. It would. It would, it would be a, a totally one. different episode. Because Christmas, Christmas with the Joker is considered. I think this is like the first, no, second episode of the entire series. It is. Season one, episode two. Yeah. I also like the Batman has a TV in his car. Like, <laughs> well, I know he uses it as closed circuit TV. Like usually, you see, he's he uses it to talk to Alfred, but like he also can watch television on it. Well, well, that's the missing issue, Sal. Where Exhibit came to the cave and pimped the Batmobile. <laughs> Now it's got spinners and hydraulics. It's got everything you need. I like uh, Ramos who says uh, he gave Har he gave Harley the night off. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Remember when they were pushing Summer Gleason? Yeah, very hard. They really like that character. She she shoehorned into a lot of like essential episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, the first Kyodaken uh, Ninja episode. That's right. She shoved in there for no reason. I mean, she's not a bad character. It's just, you know, she'll never be a Lois Lane, despite no. the fact that I think they really wanted her to be. They wanted her to be a character. They wanted the Vreelands to be a big deal. That never mm. really took hold. Yeah, Veronica Vreeland was kind of a character, though. Eh, I mean, like, she was only in that really terrific Penguin episode. That was an amazing episode, Birds of a Feather. Yep. They also turn her into a good mythology gag, because if you'll remember yeah. in the first episode of Batman Beyond, who's he saving? Yeah, a, a descendant of the Vreelands. Yeah. Genius. I, I always imagined Veronica Vreeland was like, oh, this is the woman Bruce would have ended up with if, you know, yeah. his parents didn't die. <laughs> this is the life he could have had. Except for that episode where the Mad Hatter captures Batman and he right. gets the life he would have had and he marries, uh, or he's engaged to be married to Selina Kyle. Well, that's why you know it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Is Summer in anything else, says uh, Kaiser Soze? No. Oh, you mean like any other episodes? Yeah, she's in a lot of episodes. but like She's in the video game, too. She's in Arkham for a minute. Oh, is she really? That's right. She is, and she's blonde-haired in that, which is a, like, mythology gag to that's how she was supposed to be, but the printers messed up in the original <laughs> comic, so she turned into a redhead. That's funny. I just love blowing up By the way, we missed, we missed uh, the debut of Bullock, which is amazing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, wow, gee, wow, that would be his premiere, wouldn't it? Holy crap, what a, what a weird way to premiere yeah. that character. Um, here's also the second time that they invoke the uh, Jingle Bell alternate. Mm hmm. I gotta say, this also blew my mind. I was like, oh, they're self referencing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the Batman, like, schoolyard parody. 
I guess that would be the most appropriate place to use it. Kind of awesome. Yeah, it, it seems super ahead of its time. Didn't like it blows your mind. It's like they're they're really doing that. Yeah. I suppose you could uh, consider the Joker's hand in this episode to be proto Harley. <laughs> yeah. Detractors of Harley would be like, she was literally predated by a hand puppet. It's <laughs> all she could be. Back on the Bullock thing, God, I love that character. That that so is much. the voice for Bullock forever. It is. It is. Here's I a, can't read him any other way. No, this uh, this mother thing where he's like, your mother's on that train. That's a Superman joke. Superman the first movie. Um, yep. It's not really a train joke, but uh, well, I, I assume it's like a very like quiet reference uh, in Superman the movie. Lex is sending a nuke to Hackensack, New Jersey. Mm. And uh, Miss Tessmacher says, uh, my mother lives in Hackensack. And Lex just looks at his watch and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think, too, uh, I forget which one of the video games it was, but I think there's a Christmas with the Joker-themed level where Batman fights, like, the big uh, nutcracker soldiers that we see, like, in the finale of this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Christmas specials, especially the superhero-themed ones. There's something about transposing these fantastical characters and putting them at Christmas time that I really like. Yes, absolutely. And the DC ones were also really clever and really subtle in the way. Like, they never did the standard cliche where it's like, oh, well, let's just have Batman or Superman meet Santa. No, um, it's I've always loved the DC ones. And for, for my money, the Marvel ones are always kind of forgettable. Like, mm. I remember Marvel making holiday-themed episode like, issues and mm. just being garbage. Like, just, just totally, just utterly disposable. Nothing remember, like, nothing memorable. Like, Rob likes to reference the fact that, like, Santa's an Omega-level mutant, but, like, that's yeah. kind of the only thing that ever walked away from any of those Marvel specials. I like uh, Batman I, in that moment where he's like, Bridges out! Let's go! <laughs> yep. And the guy's like, done! Batman's in my window, and that's all I need to know. <laughs> Are you gonna say no to Batman? Not like this, you're not. Yeah, what? As far as Marvel specials go, maybe one we'll have to do next year. I really like On Angel's Wings mm. from uh, X-Men Evolution. I think that one's very strong. And that one actually has a ton of religious undercurrent, which yes. you don't get very much. That's true. Uh, the only other one that I can think of is the X-Men animated series. Christmas, uh, with, Christmas the with the Morlocks. Which is borderline Star Wars holiday special bad. Sure is. Ah, Morlocks, I thought I smelled sorghass. Oh my god. Gotta say, by the way sound effect for the uh, Batmobile it's just it's unbelievable I love that engine it sounds like the engine is literally like outside the car and it's just blah, blah, blah. it just sounds like every engine that you've ever heard that is that rocks all at one time excellent look at look at the Joker's resources he's freed oh, himself yeah. from Arkham not only does he have henchmen but he also has access to high explosives he can fabricate gigantic elaborate speaker oriented mm -hmm. uh puppets of himself advanced robotics as we'll see later yeah like i know that the joker is a chemist but can he make a cannon out of the observatory <laughs> it, it truly is the year of miracles so yeah. he can do whatever he wants if he believes yeah i, I don't remember if there is a, a good spider-man christmas special i know that i searched for one i saw there's one from season three of ultimate spider-man but uh i don't watch ultimate spider-man Spectacular had a couple episodes that took place around Christmas time in New Year's where he fought the Sinister Six, but they weren't really Christmas-themed. Mm. They just happened to take place around that time. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess that could work. You could, I mean, anything on Christmas it could be theori theorized as a Christmas special. But, uh, yeah. 
Heck, Young Justice had a Halloween special, but didn't have a Christmas special. It was interesting. I was watching uh, Gilmore Girls a lot, and uh, I noticed that there's like almost zero Christmas specials at all in seven seasons. And wow. in the episode uh, Winter, which is like for the revival, no, it's after Christmas. And I'm like, why don't we want to see these characters at Christmas time? It's bizarre. It's almost like a like a like a deliberate decision. Like we're not doing Christmas specials. Like someone put their foot down. Like the Superman show doesn't have a Christmas special. That's unbelievable. I will say though, Fair. that Justice League episode is gold. Oh, I watch it every year. Comfort and joy. It's a masterpiece. No question. Yeah. Watch that one every year. I watch Frozen Out, the Static Shock one, which we were actually <laughs> talking about before we started. Yes, we that were. one's really hard to find because apparently Warner Brothers is the real Scrooges because they don't put that out on DVD. Mm -hmm. Look at all these freaking robots! Mm -hmm. And you know the Joker's expecting them to be destroyed. Oh, yeah. Another joke I'm sure we've always talked about, how freaking easy is it to hijack the cable signal oh, yeah, in Gotham right? that any villain with a manifesto can just take it over and broadcast whenever the hell they want? Seriously, that's, yeah, they need to have a better a, <laughs> a better guy in charge. I, I was actually looking up the legality of that in another video. You know what the standard uh, thing for punishing uh, signal hijackers is in most places? No. It's a five thousand dollar fine the first time you do it, and then like up to three years in jail the second time you wow. do it. Yeah, I can imagine that's like if you because you can legitimately broadcast anything. So you're mm -hmm. you're you're. I'm sorry, I was distracted by the fact that Robin has short sleeves. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's this snowing, is not the time man. you're for. It. Yeah, there is no. Uh, at least he got the. At least he got pants. That's why he needs to be the Arctic camo Robin suit this year. Pick up the toy. That's right, man. That's so frustrating. Why can't they be Polar Assault Batman and Robin? <laughs> yeah. I think that in the Sub-Zero movie, they gave Robin some kind of, like, alternate outfit. At least sleeves. It's been forever since I've seen Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero is pretty good. It's no Phantasm. It looks really nice. No, it's not. That's the thing. Like, all, all those other Batman movies, it's like, yeah, it's no Phantasm, though. Yeah. That's how I feel about every Batman movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's no Phantasm. It's no Phantasm, though. Return of the Joker's pretty damn good, though. It's pretty good. It's, it has shades of Phantasm. It is, and it's it's like the best ending for that series. Like, that's the best, like... that's Yeah, that's like the... Except for every other one that they did in Justice League, where it was like... We think the show's canceled. Let's do a Batman Beyond episode. <laughs> yeah, they only did that a couple times. <laughs> it's pretty excusable anytime, especially if you're like a big Jon Stewart fan. And you're just there to watch him, and you're like, what is happening? I, I will admit Epilogue was like, okay, we're, we're not fine with how we ended this. Let's go back. Yes. Oh, no, I'm we fine end, with that, too. We ended it perfectly, but let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Ugh. How many of these freaking factories does Gotham City have? Oh, I know, right? Creepy abandoned circuses and candy factories and Toy everything Toy factories. Else. It's, yeah, every every villain has some major industrial location that just went out of business. It's like Detroit, man. If Batman really wanted to do some good, he'd put some money into economic recovery just so none of his villains could use these freaking factories. Seriously, it's like he has a monopoly on the entire industry in this, in this mm -hmm. town. No. 
Powers owned the toy factory, and so Wayne Enterprises <laughs> put them out of business and then outsourced the company. <laughs> See, kids, what you're looking at right there, that's called a record. Uh, back oh, in the whoa. day, people used to listen to their music on pressed wax. In the dark ages, maybe. Yeah. I love that voice for Robin. Yeah, it's really well done. He's so great. And then when uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes came out, he was the voice for Iron Fist, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> that's pretty solid. I never watched, uh, well, I never watched all of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Ugh. but that's pretty good. I literally, I couldn't get enough of that show. Look at these giant robots! I know, right? This is, th this is the video game. This is the level from, like, the side-scrolling video game. You have to fight these things. How many, fr how much freaking money does the Joker have? Hey, he won the lottery. Can you redeem your ticket? Just be the Joker? Yeah, really. Well, they have a whole episode later about Joker and money and everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Joker's billions. Yeah, that was cool. Ah. And hey, let's let, let's be sure to use the Nutcracker theme, everyone, because <laughs> you know that's nice and in the public domain, and we can use that whenever. The, we the want. Christmas music selection is actually kind of amazing. Having done a couple of Christmas specials myself, I am all too sensitive to the idea of like, hey, we need to, we gotta find. Really iconic Christmas music. They don't call you Batman for nothing. They don't call you Batman for nothing. Wah, wah. And when that fails, when you're yep. when you're thousands of when you're hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of robot, uh, two dudes with a gun. Two two guys with the guns. Just just throw those guys at him. I would really love, like, if anyone ever gave me the keys to it, I would love to write a story about, like, the henchman scene in Gotham. Because it seems like there's just an endless supply of mooks you can give guns to they and make, bring out on your crazy capers. They make reference to it, uh, I think, in a number of crossovers with uh, with Superman. I'm trying to think of, like, the one that I'm thinking of, but I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, like, they trade. They trade uh, bad guys. Like, <laughs> Two-Face's man will work for Penguin and so forth. Um, but most of them don't wind up surviving a Joker job. It's true. Like, it, I'm, I'm amazed no one's went all Venture Brothers on that, where it's like, yeah, man, you know, you start out as a henchman, and if you do good enough, you get your own costume and gimmick. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let them go, Joker. Uh, or something I... like, you know, like, oh, these costumed criminals, they don't really worry about money or anything, so every time they go to jail, you yeah. go and you raid their, like, stash, right. and then their money becomes your money. <laughs> if you look at the, uh, the present that Batman received here... Uh, Tiffany gave me a gift that was wrapped exactly like that. She create, she made the wrapping paper like reflect that. I did not receive a pie in the face though. <laughs> she didn't take the gag all the way. No, although I would have admired her stick to itiveness. I love You've how been pretty paranoid. I love the laugh here. It's just like I can't stand it. I'm like, ugh, yes. Okay, now I gotta kick your ass. Well, time to kick your ass. This is just impossible. No. Time to hospitalize you. I gotta push three people, one of whom weighs probably 280 pounds. At least. <laughs> hey, Mythbusters, get on this one. Yeah. I love this. Oh, I also have prosthetic arms, just in case you <laughs> grab me by the wrists. And then he, he literally just... thought about And then he's that. undone by a roller skate. <laughs> it <laughs> might as well have been a banana peel. <laughs> the roller skate, you know, see, it's the evolution of the banana peel. Yes. Man, Batman, why are you always hanging this dude over vats of chemicals? <laughs> Gold. That's right. I think 
I love Batman's commentary on It's a Wonderful Life, where he's like, it's not overly cheerful, is it? Yeah. <laughs> or he's like, I could never get past the title. That's right. That's gold. Here, hang on. Here we go. Has its moments. Yeah, that's right. Surprise! Yeah. no one's bothered to write for the, you know, what is it? It's a wonderful Batman life where it's like, you know, what would happen if oh, Batman never existed in Gotham? I, there's, that's gotta be a thing. I mean, if they did Batman Noel, I'm sure they could just transpose him into other Christmas that's stories. That's right, Batman Noel. It's garbage. It's a pretty looking book, though. Yeah, oh, it looks great. Well, there you have it, everybody. Yay. Christmas with the Joker. Ugh. Shirley Walker. Danny Elfman. For you. Yeah, Danny Elfman gave us this theme, or Shirley Walker adapted the Danny Elfman theme into this. Uh, but Shirley Walker's version is the one you think of every time. Like, yeah. Either way, it's pretty great. It's true. If you want to hear, like, a non-Burton version of, like, the, like, Shirley Walker's, like, perfect version of the bat theme then you got to get the uh the batman the mask of the phantasm version of mm. the theme it's got it's got coral and that's only because uh what happened they uh they did um uh they got a whole bunch of money to like release it i remember they were they rushed mask of the phantasm out and uh like halfway through production for phantasm they're like oh and by the way it's going to come out in theaters too so here's an extra like million or two to like get it done and they just, just zhuzh it up yeah and they uh they they chucked a, a big pile over to shirley and she was like yes and she went nuts with like choral you know versions of the theme and it just went it just it just became isn't perfect. that the one with all the great like uh s latin sounding words but aren't really latin they're yeah. just the writer's names backwards yep Genius. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I love it. If I ever did a score, that's totally what I would do. I would put me and my friends' names in there backwards. Right? <laughs> yeah, when we when we uh, commission the orchestral version of the Weekly Poll theme. <laughs> get on that. Names. Um, so there you go, guys. Uh, next up is Holiday Nights, which yeah. is uh, one that I'm less familiar with, but I still recall. I think there's a couple of... I think it's like more like vignettes. Yeah, it's uh, it's an anthology tale that takes you from Christmas to New Year's, actually. So... Uh, yeah, let's, so, what I think we're going to do is, this time, just to make sure we're queued up, we're going to, uh, does it, does it do the theme? I'm trying to remember if this, ep if this particular, yeah, it does the theme. Uh, I'm going to do the, I'm going to pause immediately after the theme ends, and then we're going to do another countdown. That way we're all queued up, and it's a little bit more easy to do. Excellent. So, uh, if you have your, uh, your, your episode queued up, just simply, uh, uh, Press play at the count of three, but we're still going to pause it after the episode's over. So here we go. Uh, three, two, one, play. I miss Bugs Bunny in the Warner Brothers logo. I liked it as a kid. But then at some point as a kid, I also found it to be kind of juvenile. Well, for Warner Brothers animation, who's the poster boy for Warner That's Brothers true. animation? For me, I was always like, you know... I liked it. I uh, t I liked the the attention to their like legacy. Now it's just a generic red logo. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I don't like that. I'm not, I've never. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of that. That said, do you remember? Did you ever see Gremlins two? Yes. Did you have the version that had the opening with uh, mm. Bugs and Daffy? No, I don't think I did. It's unbelievable. I think Chuck Jones does, or Mel Blanc, or something like that. 
does... Yeah, I think Mel Blank does all the voices. I don't remember which one. Yeah, Blank. Blank does the original voices for Bugs and Daffy in that opening as well. So, okay, the lightning crashes, and we're going to fade to dark, and pause. All right, so you're paused on black. Batman appeared, the lightning crashes, it faded to black, we paused it. So then we're going to do another countdown. I'm going to say three, two, one, play. On play, you will press the play button, and then holiday nights will begin. Yeah. So here we go. And three, two, one, play. And it should say holiday nights on your screen. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no title cards for this season. They did away with these. I miss those title cards, man. We we did we did not mention like the opening of the episode had that beautiful painted image of the Joker's yeah. creepy smile. All poster quality. Yes, I want those so bad. Hey, look, it's two halves of the Gotham City Siren. Yes, upcoming movie, everybody. Also, with David it's, uh, Ayer, who they got back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Bruce Tim's favorite gay couple. Yes. Absolutely. Do you do you think they'll actually try and you know press that in Gotham City Sirens? Do you I think, think they'll try and run with that? No question, they're gonna do that. Do you also think they're gonna cosplay up Poison Ivy and Catwoman so they can sell more Daddy's Little Monster shirts? I mean, yeah. I think we're finally gonna see like a kick-ass Catwoman. That'd be cool. Like a like. like a Darwin Cook version. Mmm, that's a good one. Mm. That sounds like Veronica Freeland. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There you go. Do, doing pretty much all she ever did, just hanging out with him at high society parties. I think she appeared in the beginning of Ma- of Phantasm as well. Yes, yeah, she, she she's the one who throws she a throws drink, in, drink his face, in his but face, but has... As a kid, Which I was yet, like, this is the exact same thing as the opening of Mask of the Phantasm. It's the same bubbly chicks. There's the Asian girl. Yep, this yep. is hilarious. Oh, that Bruce. He's like the Beatles. He's always running away from beautiful women. Yep. <laughs> Wayne's like, why not? Now, what I love about the scheme that Harley and Ivy work up in this episode is that it actually has nothing to do with Batman. Mm-hmm. No, they're just like, hey, let's uh, let's make some, let's 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 enjoy some stuff. Yeah, really. Let's go let's on a find some spree. rich dude. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Treat yourself. That's right. And as we established, Bruce Wayne. Uh, has a monopoly on Gotham, and he uh, so the only titan of industry here to mm-hmm. manipulate is Bruce Wayne. Obviously, well, he's a confirmed bachelor, Sal. That's true. From stately Wayne Manor, where he lives. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think they ever get to Wayne Manor. You know, they don't like it, they don't run amok and possibly out him as Batman. I think no, just, they don't mess with his house. They just use him as a human credit card, more or less. That's right. Uh, is that Adrian Barbeau playing Poison Ivy? I think it I is. I want to say yes. That's such a perfect, just unbelievable voice casting. Um, do you remember uh, in Dark Knight, a true Batman story, where he reveals mm-hmm. um, that he was going to do an episode with Sandman and Dream yes. and stuff like that? Oh my god, and yes. He and wanted, um, he wanted John Hurt to play Dream. And I'm like, How amazing. I'm like, so Bruce, so, so, I'm sorry, so then Paul Dini really did just... just he just casts stuff the way we do. Where it's like, yeah, who's perfect? Much. Call them. Call the perfect person. And speaking of Deanie, this is such a Deanie scene here. And now uh, oh my two of my God. favorite characters just uh, just do fun stuff and shenanigans. Yep. And we get to draw lots of cool different alternate costumes yeah. for uh, Harley and Ivy. Yeah, this is obviously, this has got to be a reference to something. Oh, I'm sure. It is. It is a little old for me. <laughs> 
Um, that said, I like. I also like the twist. This is almost like Harley's Holiday. Yeah. You know, it Bruce is. Wayne, Harley Quinn, high society. Uh, you know, theft, and uh, but but at the same time, like they're legitimately buying things, so they're they're allowed to run amok in the store. I like to imagine Alfred's getting a call right now going, yeah, okay, so Mr. Wayne, we're getting a bunch of very strange uh, charges on your card right now. Can you just... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's trying to fight it even now. No, 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 no one should have joy from my money. Yeah. All I the batarangs all... I could buy with this! Yeah, really, all the all the young prepubescent sidekicks I could dress up in fairy <laughs> boots. <laughs> Berg Duffs. Now, that's a reference to an American chain, isn't it? Yes. With your Macy's and your Gimbals and all the other stores <laughs> we don't have here. Yeah. Wah wah! Look at all the heavy packages he has to carry. I've had just about enough of this. I think the stuff is wearing off. Arlene Sorkin. So amazing. It's hard not just to just watch, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. We're just getting caught up in it. It's like, dude, this was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. He's playing the bumbling idiot. It's gold. Oh my God, oh my God. The irony being Harley has actually kissed Bruce Wayne and Batman quite a few times now. Yes, indeed. By the way, uh, the Oh My Gods, um, they fought really hard to get those into the show. Uh, oh, I imagine so. It was one of those like standards and practices. Like You can't invoke the name of God on a children's cartoon show. And uh, they, they got away with it like once on the like OG show. And it was when and it was when uh, Gordon got shot by the Jazz Man, and Bullock is like, "Oh my God!" And I'm like, "Oh!" And when it says it, it's like, "It it what an amazing drop! Like what an amazing moment!" Because it makes you really worry about the character. Uh, once they were got permission to use it, they went all they went all out with it, and it kind of lost all meaning. Which is kind of the reason why I don't like the, these these seasons, because I'm like, they got to fix all their problems. Like if you get the Batman animated series book, it's this oversized book. That has all these amazing sketches and drawings I and do, commentaries. I do. Yeah, they they have this really fun collage. It's this image of all the things they weren't allowed to do in the show, <laughs> and it's like strangulation, a defenestration, um, you know, a drug use, cigarette smoking, uh, sex, and stuff like that. A lot of different references in there, and everything in that image got to be in the show at some point. It's, it's funny, too, the whole defenestration thing. I love they did an episode of Spectac Spectacular Spider-Man where they open with defenestration and Spider-Man gives you the definition of it. Yes! <laughs> That's the act of throwing someone through a window. Cartoons used to not be able to do that, but now we can. But now we can. Yeah. Well, and if you ever if you ever want to know what you weren't allowed to do in an animated series, and... <laughs> uh, if you ever want to know what you weren't allowed to do in an animated series, but also... Uh, what it was like to have never uh, fought against a note. Watch the Spider-Man animated series from the 90s. Oh, Spider-Man yeah. never throws a punch. All the all the guns shoot lasers. Uh, it's just it's just. You a... know, what, man, I had such good memories of that show until you told me when we were working together. Yeah, he never punched anyone that whole series, and then it hit me, and I went back and rewatched it. I'm like, God damn it, Sal was right. He I'm never sorry. A single person. He doesn't, and it's like awkward how he could easily get out of that situation by just by just punching somebody or or webbing them and then hitting them. But all he does is kick. And usually he'll throw people. Once you start seeing that kind of stuff, like you'll start seeing characters like throwing each other, and you're like, why would you throw them? 
like Batgirl on the Adam West show couldn't punch anyone. She could just kick people on tables. Yeah. Man, well, Batman was did. really pissed in this scenario yeah, here. He was! Because the, the crime he was avenging was himself. No one identity thefts me! That's right. Literally, they just they just stole his money. I mean, I guess mind control. Yeah, I mean, the whole invasive mind thing. But yeah. we all know what he was really mad about. That's true. You literally can't tell anyone you did this. Yeah. Clark will never let me live this down. <laughs> really, dude, you got mind control. Really, dude, they brought you on a shopping spree. Really? Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Bruce. Did uh, did a pretty girl have something to do with this? <laughs> yes. No, shut up. Damn it. This is, this, this sequence is in an ep oh, No, that's right. There's a. There's it's a comic, a, isn't it? A lot of these are adapted from a comic. That, I feel uh, like this is actually Jesus Christ. The the redesign for Bullock was like, let's make him morbidly obese. Yep, let's make him even fatter and slimier looking. Yeah, like ugh. Renee Montoya, great character. Kept Rest as an elf. What a what a fun alternate attire this is. This vignette is if the first one was all Bruce uh, uh, Paul Dini, this one is all Bruce Tim. Oh God! Yeah. Because we got uh, Renee Montoya in a pixie outfit where she's super mm -hmm. sexy, even though this character has never been portrayed as like sexualized yep. in any way. I think now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like this is definitely in a comic. But I think um, when they were doing the storyboards, they were like, okay, and Barbara's totally naked. She takes off yep. all of her clothes. I think the idea was um, the crowd runs away, and in yeah, the middle of the crowd, she gets aisle, changed. Yeah. But now... Man, you, uh, you gotta love Bullock here inventing Billy Bob Thornton's bad Santa like two decades before it actually became a thing. Batman did it. Batman did it first. <laughs> Come on, Billy Bob. <laughs> this is a character design. Oh, yeah. She, well, she looks like one of those Rankin-Bash characters with the just black eyes, no pupils. Yep. <laughs> Santa, why do you smell like booze and cheeseburgers? Ugh, Santa's had a hard. rough life. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Santa has a one bedroom. <laughs> X Miss Santa's all up in my ass. Yeah. Wait a minute. That kid stole something. Like, yeah, no crap. I like we have oh Dickensian street urgents. Let's put some stuff, some unknowable. Stains. Liquid. Yeah, stain. It could be booze, or it could just be cookies or something, whatever. Use your imagination. Yeah. yeah if you ever wanted to see, like, Bruce Tim like, go completely nuts, just go to his website. Everyone oh, you've yeah. ever seen him draw is also naked. Yep. Well, he, he has a whole book of erotica, doesn't he, that you see at every convention. Yes, he does. I haven't worked up enough courage to buy it because I don't want to seem like a creep. I'm like, ooh, but I love this guy's work, though. I know. It's, it's just his line work is just amazing. Frank Cho also has a couple of books of, like, hey, would you like to see some awesomely sexy lady? No, Frank Cho, really? Is yeah. into that? You don't say. I couldn't see that from any of his work. I always, the master Ron Perlman. I was always impressed that Ron Perlman always came back. Yeah. No matter what lousy episode they had for him. And he knew what was good. He's good in this, and he's great in his... Like, every Clayface episode is not a waste. It, it just hits me, too. Montoya pulled out that gun. Where was she keeping that gun in that very skimpy Behind outfit? the Santa suit! Oh, okay. Well, no, behind the Santa chair. No, see how she changes in the, in the aisle? Yeah. Originally, it was just, there's so many people that she literally just changes while they're running. Mm -hmm. You're like, holy crap. We'll drill you? Nice term. Also, have you not dealt with Clayface before? You know guns don't work on him, right? Yeah. 
blend in Whoa. So good. Awesome. The effects were always killer with Clayface. Yeah. Nice. I always love the effects. They they always draw a bat character kicking Clayface mm -hmm. so that the the uh, the clay can like morph underneath their foot and they can show impact. It's amazing. You see uh, see the mall there is called Mayfields. Mayfields. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good. Good work. I didn't. I these redesigns, man. Clayface. Ugh. You prefer the grosser looking one? I do. This is like. Yeah. He wouldn't. Did, did you also notice, too, that Barbara, when she's shopping, she's buying a tie for her dad, so Barbara is canonically a terrible gift giver. <laughs> well, maybe Gordon is just really hard to shop for. I mean, what would you get him? Mustache wax? Yeah, maybe a nice comb. There you go. How does electricity work on him, asks well, some guy with a mustache. So yeah. I think this is season four, Conrad M. Uh oh. Wow. Let's make a let's make a anal cavity joke. <laughs> and we'll play the Wawas! Yep, as Damn it fades it. to black, and that's how they end that war, segment. War, war, war. Uh, December thirty first. Oh, I didn't sign on for no uh, for for a non Christmas Christmas special. They reference yeah, the whole Christmas season. Yeah, they reference this episode in Return of the Joker. Yeah, it's this exact one. It's this exact clip they use. Yep. Oh, Joker takes over Cable again, by the way. Again? Yeah, Jesus, man. How freaking easy must that be out in Gotham? Yeah. How cool. I hate this. Yeah. The only design that I'm kind of okay with is, like, a thinner Gordon. Yeah. But I, I liked the idea of Gordon being, like, a big dude who, like, happened, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like a death of a salesman type thing. He should be a tad paunchy. Yeah. Yeah, Lipless Joker was not my favorite lipless either. Lipless Blue Joker. <laughs> he broadcasted at noon? You can bet your boots Batman saw that then. Yeah, really. You didn't need to show yeah. him that. Yeah, Batman doesn't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> he reads books. Yeah. Like a nerd. <laughs> if it didn't get printed in the newspaper, then I don't know what happened. <laughs> Jeez, at a time when people actually probably still read newspapers. Yeah. Can you just imagine Batman getting, like, his news off social media like other people? Yeah. Robin, I read on the Twitters a crime is taking place. <laughs> they used my bat tags. No one's going to use bat app. tags. Yeah, the bat. You know he would probably make a Batman app if he could. I mean, Spider-Man has an app. He does. Hell, the champions have a hashtag that they just follow. They sure around. do. So hashtag champions. Which, Which is such a wonderfully teenage idea. I think it's sort of brilliant. It is. The frustrating thing is that you can't use it because there's already a champion. Like, they already use the word for some other things. Ah. Uh, I think uh, that's Perlman again as one of the yeah. Lair, Moe, and Kerr thugs because that's what you do in a show like this. When you get an amazing voice actor, you're sure to get them to do double, sometimes triple duty if you can pull it. Oh, if you've ever uh, watched uh, the first episode on Leather Wings, the the uh, security guard that the man bat attacks is played by Kevin Conroy, a.k.a. Yep. the Batman. Yep. Kevin Conroy's in this a lot. He usually plays, uh, like, a hood or a henchman. 
Love uh, love the capes billowing in the breeze. That's always one of my favorite yeah. just superhero things in general. What uh, What is Joker's plan? Uh, you'll see in a minute. He, he he killed a sonic scientist, and now he's holding like the New Year celebration hostage. Okay, okay. I think I think he wants to like do scanners to people, like blow everyone's heads up with sound. That's cool. Looks like uh, looks like Anonymous is having some kind of uh, rally going on right now. Wait, what? What are you guys mad about this time? <laughs> Batman's like, is this some kind of protest or is this a Joker thing? I can't tell. I don't, I don't know. Bet better beat up everyone just to be safe. Yeah. Oh, it's right across from me on that tremendous stage. I'm glad I have these. I'm glad I have these binoculars. Now it's funny. Harley got a lot, a lot of love, as you would understand, because she's great. Lair, Moe, and Kerr, not so much, and they no. were the only like recurring Joker henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they always just looked like the Three Stooges, or do you think the Joker paid for like uh, reconstructive <laughs> surgery to make them look more like the Three Stooges? I, I think that the Joker probably just hired them based on their look. Like he was like, okay, we have a Larry already. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he has like uh, like one of those casting agents books where he's like, okay, so come on down for auditions? <laughs> yeah. What makes you think you can be my henchman? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Joker henchman moment is in uh, the Man Who Killed Batman. And, oh, uh, that's a good one. It's where uh, they're they're in the they're in the the jewelry store. No, is it is it that one? Yeah, because he robs a jewelry store to see if Batman will show up. Yeah, sure if he's really dead. Now, I'm just trying to remember if it's like because he he has to he has to, I mean, he, he has to question, and the guy's like, uh, yeah, he he questions Joker's motives, and the Joker like kicks him into the hyenas, and the hyenas practically tear him apart, mm -hmm. and then later like. Um, they're at the jewelry store, and he and he explains the plan, and then he says, "Any he questions, Murph?" And Murph <laughs> has like bandages, and he's like, "No, no, Joker." And he's like, "Good man." Joker undone by a champagne cork, as we all have been, I'm sure. Oh, naturally, yeah. Oh, Batman got shot in the shoulder in a Christmas episode. Yeah. Joker's doing much better here than he's doing in Christmas with the Joker. Yeah. He at least actually got <laughs> shot off. It's true. Joker's doing better in this episode, in this in this four-minute sketch, than he normally does in 22 full minutes. Yeah. He gets crushed by a bell, which would kill anyone else, but not the Joker. Though. No, it's true. He has the greatest superpower, popularity. He knows he'll be back next week. Yeah. Oh, and we got a Liberty Bell joke. Mm -hmm. Even though his bones should really be turned to dust right now, I, he got underneath. He's in the the, the center part where there's no uh, <laughs> there's no bell. This is my favorite this, part of the episode. Yeah, this is my favorite segment too. There's uh, uh, the animators. <laughs> there's the animators. There's Deanie yep. and everyone else just hanging out. That's 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 Deanie right there. Oh, the other ones were uh, Altieri and Bruce Tim and everyone exactly. else. Exactly. Bruce Tim, by the way, play was the character design for the uh, Grey Ghost antagonist, Mad Bomber. The Mad Bomber. He's a actually voiced by yeah. He's voiced by Bruce Tim, and he actually looks like Bruce Tim as well. That's amazing. I love he made himself a villain, and then he never brought himself back. No, how frustrating. Maybe he thought it was really self-indulgent if he brought himself back. <laughs> yeah, and yet all the TNA that he tries to force into the show is not self-indulgent. <laughs> Look, I can keep doing TNA so long as I don't bring myself back. Yeah. I love this. I love this whole idea that Batman and Gordon have a cup of coffee every year yep. to celebrate what's gone Another down. Another year of, of hell. 
Yeah. Well, we're not dead yet. Yep. They tried, though. Hey. <laughs> I forget what it was in, but there was a really good, like, DC holiday special that, much like this one, was an anthology. And I think it was called, like, The Night of No Sirens, where Batman, as a gift to Gordon, wants, like, just one night in Gotham on Christmas where there's no crimes and there's no nothing and there's no reason to turn on sirens. Mm-hmm. And he gets it. And you wonder, well, how the hell did he pull that one off? And he's like, oh, I called a friend from Metropolis. Then you look <laughs> up and you just see Superman in the sunlight that he just looked after Gotham for one whole night. Yes, I uh, I remember that and and loved it. I love that idea that he's like, Clark, I need I need a solid. Which <laughs> also is which also frustrating because it also admits like, hey, Clark, I am... Uh, you're more capable than I am. I, I'm ineffectual at this job. I couldn't have no sirens all night long. Every day I almost die. <laughs> and if I ask you to pitch hit for me one day, it's totally fine. Crimeless. On Christmas. Yep. That's really nice. But uh, yeah, there, there you go, everybody. That was uh, two Bat-themed episodes of uh, the animated series, or Christmas-themed episodes of the Batman animated yeah. series. Um, maybe one of these days we'll do that Justice League episode because I like that one. I mean, we'll probably. I mean, hey, you know what? There's going to be a Christmas again next year. I've heard. Oh yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows, right? And then President Trump came out and said, "Guess what? No more Christmas. I'm stealing it." It's a new. It's a new one. You have to wear a hairpiece, and it's uh. Uh, but uh. And eat oranges. Yeah, and eat some oranges. But, uh, hey, thanks so much for joining us on this fun-filled holiday-tacular episode. And uh, you enjoyed it as much as we did, because yeah, we sure did. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I love watching. Any excuse to watch Batman the Animated Series is a good day on my <laughs> This mind. is our day job. Yeah. <laughs> we got paid for this today. Whoa. This <laughs> we is... sat and watched cartoons and ate goldfish. This is why people hate me. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, me too. They're like, why? Why do you get to do it? I don't know, man, but it's great. But, uh, hey, thank you guys so much for watching this episode, and we'll see you guys next time with another episode, of course. Um, stay tuned tonight for a Star Wars-themed episode of Back Issues. And, uh, Joel, what's happening on Cape Joel? They can check out. Uh, well, you know, we're actually launching a bunch of new shows over at Cape Joel. Uh, if you want to get caught up on all the cool stuff that's been happening in TV, we cover all the CW Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. winter finales on a new show I'm calling Cape TV. Nice. Uh, that's actually doing pretty good numbers, so definitely check that out. Good. Uh, we covered the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer in a new show I'm calling The Trailer Park. Yep. I wanted to call it Trailer Thrash, but no one wanted that. <laughs> trailer Park's a better name. The Trailer Park. I, I wanted to call it Trailer Thrash or Coming Attractions. Then I'm like, oh wait, Coming Attractions was already a show, wasn't yeah. it? Kind of popular. Kind of yeah. popular. And uh, also, if you want to check out yet another riff, uh, my co-host Matt and myself uh, covered Alpha's Magical Christmas. Now is the time for it because of that new Power Rangers movie. It's goddamn awful. So go watch it and have fun <laughs> for 23 minutes. Yeah, you get, your, you get your, your Power Rangers and your Christmas. So it's pretty great. Power Rangers did so many specials and none of them were very good. That's hard to believe. I know, right? You could tell they're just like, oh, well, you know, it's getting to that time of the year. Let's, uh, let's all clock out early. Yeah. <laughs> there was, was one episode in the CO where they got hit with like a racism ray at Christmas time. Is that a thing? Yes, it's an episode of Zio. They get hit with like a racism ray that makes them really like unrespectful of other people's holidays. That's really dumb. It is. Johnny Young Bosch is in it, and he's of course Korean. And uh, in the episode, 
after getting hit with the ray, he has probably one of the greatest out of context lines I've ever heard at this Christmas celebration. He goes, I'm Korean. I don't even know what I'm doing here. (laughs) And leaves. And I'm like, and that man grew up to be king of anime. That's amazing. Well, there you go, guys. We'll see you guys next week with another episode, of course. And stay tuned for back issues. And uh, happy holidays. Uh, Also, next week, we'll drop our holiday episode of... Well, that's the Christmas special for uh, for Comic Pop. So you'll get to see the Comic Pop crew banding together in a actual adventure. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Well, Very excited. Sick. Also, we got Star Wars coming up soon, don't we? And Star Wars. Yeah.